Hey there, podcast listener. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where each and every week, the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader and investor. For more information, products, services, and detailed show notes, including a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the News and Media tab in the navigation. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. Today I'm going to talk a little bit about BHP. In April, Elliott Management put pressure on the BHP board to sell its US energy holdings and unwind its dual-listed structure, citing that the shares had underperformed. There have been various reports in the media about this since and BHP has come back fighting. Well, I had to laugh about these comments when I've been looking at the cycles on BHP and seeing how it's bounced out of what appears to be a long-term cycle low and is now resting or finding support just above or around 50% of its all-time high, which as many of you who have followed us before or who have studied our courses will know that this is a very significant and important level. Stocks can often hover around these levels, bounce below, and then rebound much more strongly when they get going again. Now, in terms of BHP's share price and its performance, well, it's definitely a sector-related issue. With global commodity prices or demand for global commodity prices being much lower than they have in previous decades, we've seen the, the share prices of mining companies fall away. We've seen commodity prices fall away. And given more recent activity in these prices and seeing them rise and then looking at oil and we're just seeing what could be a recovery in the oil price at the moment and waiting to see the oil price trade back above $53.50 to confirm that it's going to make the next move up. So you could say that the timing of this attack by Elliott Management could be quite opportunistic. Where were these comments about the underperformance? in 2011 through to 2016 when the share price was falling significantly. I always find it interesting looking at companies that are trying to um, put pressure on boards of mining companies or to look at taking them over and seeing where a share is in its cycle because quite often the share prices will have bottomed out and made a cycle low and be bouncing back from their lows when these companies choose to take them out. If you know about cycles, market cycles, or you know about Dow's theory of the market or Elliott Wave, you'll understand that after the cycle low comes in, you're on the next bull run, and it's interesting to see how stocks and markets unfold after that. Some shares are delisted because they're taken over just after the low is in, so it's almost like the board have given in, even though they've ridden out the the roughest time in the market. Why would BHP, for instance, give in right now, given what they've been through given what the share price has already been through and allow a company like Elliott Management to put pressure on them particularly when one of the comments that um, that came up as part of their announcement was that they were looking to put pressure on the BHP board to unwind its dual listed structure and also and sell off the the US energy holdings and now this coincides with the release of a report more recently I think um, it was only a a few weeks ago where a report came out from the US saying that the reserves that BHP have, the energy reserves in the US and the, the potential for this particular area that BHP have a stakeholding in is increased threefold from what it was back in 2013. 
So to me, it seems a little opportunistic um, in relation to Elliott Management and what they're trying to do with BHP to get these uh, assets released. But we all have to stay tuned now to see what happens and how events unfold with this matter with Elliott Management. But there is another issue happening with BHP, and you may have heard it in the media about WA Western Australian Premier Mark McGowan, and he wants to he's proposing that BHP and Rio make a multi-billion dollar lump sum payment for the lease agreements that they have on their mining interests. And I, I'm actually strongly opposed to this because mining companies have been paying rent for years. Essentially, they pay royalties on the production that's produced from mining our land, essentially. And I think this whole issue brings to bear the fact that we need to get or put pressure on governments to manage money better. Even local councils, when they have, when a budget is set and they're allocated a certain amount of money, there's pressure for them to spend that money. And I just think that's wrong. There should be an opportunity for them to be able to hang on to that money and use it for really important projects that come up. Now, the WA government, there's a fairly strong motivation for them to want these mining companies to make these big payouts because... At the moment, the state debt's at $42 billion. The budget deficit was $3 billion. So you can see that there's quite a lot of concern around how they're going to manage the financial affairs of the state. Now, of course, when the mining sector and, and energy prices begin to rebound more strongly, this will mean that the state government in WA would pick up more money. But I find it interesting the fact that the the royalties or the revenue, the rent, if you like, from the removal of these commodities from our land is only yielding 25 cents a tonne in WA and it hasn't actually changed since the 1960s. Uh, I find that extraordinary and I believe that it should be incremented. It shouldn't be a fixed figure. Now remember, when you're reading news or information that's published, try and find articles that contain most of the facts rather than just opinion because there are a lot of activists for one campaign or the other out there that can, with a lot of emotive language, sway the opinions of the public. So don't be one of those people that's easily swayed by this. Do a bit of research and find out um, what history shows and and consider whether the government should actually be increasing the rental fee on the mining companies or whether it's justified to receive some lump sum payment for these lease agreements. I'm Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. For more information, products and services and detailed show notes with a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the News and Media tab in the navigation.